Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are Two Market Girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, trending news topics. Today's episode is going to be a little bit of like a catch up on some vegan... Not vegan ketchup. <laughs> but some products that we've tried slash found. More specifically, a cereal update. Cereal update! Lots of fun stuff to talk about, but we've got some fun news to talk about. News to talk so about. Let's just roll that. <laughs> Weird energy. <laughs> this is Plant Based News with Cat and Dev, bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. Today, making news. They declare bankruptcy. The cows have gone broke. The cows are broke, yes. America's largest milk producer has filed for bankruptcy. Dean Foods is... So, America... You've never heard of them, huh? No. It's just such a weird name for... You said it's a dairy producer? Yeah. So, their products... Such an odd name. Their products include True Moo. Don't know what that is. Dairy Pure. Don't know what that is. And Land O Lakes. No idea. But also, like... Even when I did have milk, I didn't really pay attention to the brand names. I don't think I could tell you what brand of milk I drank growing up. Lactantia? What? That's, that's a one. name? Yeah, that totally is one. Oh my god. Natrell? It kind of Wait, is Lactantia kind of sounds like a place, like a mythical place that's in love with milk. <laughs> Maybe that's what they were going for. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they should have embraced that more in their branding. <laughs> yeah, I think it could have been fun. I don't know. I don't like I couldn't tell you any branding when it comes to milk other than plant based milk. Okay. I think you've already got caught up in the wrong details of the I'm story. So sorry. <laughs> I just like I just don't recognize names of milk. That's okay. Okay. So this ninety four year old company has struggled in recent years because Americans are drinking less cow's milk. Twenty nineteen has been particularly brutal. The company's sales tumbled seven percent in the first half of the year and profit fell fourteen percent. And they're blaming it on an accelerated decline in the conventional white milk category. (laughs) Yeah, that's a quote from them. As opposed to brown milk. (laughs) Is not all milk white milk? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What a weird way to put it. Milk has slowly fallen out of favor with consumers as they seek less sugary or plant-based alternatives. At least they're admitting that they add a lot of sugar to milk. I don't know if the company said that. Oh, okay. Never but mind. this that's what the article said. It's Got from it. CNN Business. Okay. So what are your thoughts? Oh, on- sorry. I thought there was more to that. I mean, that's ba- that's basically all there is to the story. <laughs> the, one of the biggest milk producers in America can't afford to stay open anymore because not enough people are buying Times milk. Times are changing. Yeah. No, it's great. I think... I don't think it's news actually that much anymore because I think the non-dairy milk thing has been around for a long time. Like a lot longer than like... Yeah, but just because it's been around doesn't mean it's actually been making an impact. I think it's pretty significant news. Yeah, no, but I just don't think it's as significant as some other things. Because I think it's something that, like, I think I... Not necessarily bankrupt, I guess. But, like, I feel like it's something that people should have seen coming. Mm -hmm. Because non-dairy milk, like, it's been popping up so much more than any other vegan product. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a really easy switch for people, I think. One of the easier ones to switch because unless you're a hardcore dairy lover, most of the time people aren't just drinking glasses of milk. It just goes in things, right? So as long as you find the one you like and there's so many different options. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's just something 
I feel like people should have seen coming because I don't know. It's to me, other than Tim Hortons, everyone's getting on board with non-dairy milk. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that the sheer like different amounts of companies that do non-dairy milk because there's so much of it yeah but i still kind of feel like in my day-to-day life like everyone in my life is not vegan except Mm -hmm. for you um no one is switching other than my mom is starting to Mm -hmm. but even she's apprehensive so to me like we're very in it so it seems like it's taking over my parents were using so um i get my soy milk from costco i think they still do it i don't know i haven't asked them or looked in their fridge recently but they were buying almond milk for themselves for a long time mm-hmm. um and then hutch has switched over to non-dairy milk for almost everything up until tea and then he think he's found one for tea mm-hmm. so like i'm seeing people in my life switch even like um my office has non-dairy milk the person beside me who sits beside me she's not vegan but she drinks non-dairy milk in her mm-hmm. coffee so like i see it everywhere and i'm not yeah i'm like the opposite but yeah no i see so many people like yeah everyone's always like if the i don't know what we get at the office i think it's almond milk um but if almond milk isn't there people are bummed out because they want almond milk for their coffee or tea or whatever it is wow yeah because a lot i've seen a lot of people switch non-dairy milk yeah because it's an easy switch you'd you'd think so but uh, because i don't see that and people don't seem to think that maybe it's like city versus smaller city (laughs) i mean we're still technically toronto yeah, I know, but like I'm just it's but it's different vibes in Toronto. Yeah, but these like, are people that still live further in Toronto just because they work where they work, right? Who you wait? Where who are you talking about? Like people at work. Oh, at your no, work. Yeah. Got it. Okay. No, I'm not talking about like at home. Got it. But like the people that I spend most of my time with are either my family or I mean, at work, I and you, I think you work with weird people. No one's. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I don't true. Know. Like I mean, there obviously are still people that still get dairy milk in my life but i see, see it more and more mm-hmm. often people getting non-dairy milk yeah or asking for it or whatever now one thing i have noticed that i think says a lot about the canadian dairy market is these freaking weird <laughs> milk commercials that keep popping I up on tv trying to be cool or something but like it's not working it is so weird to me what are they trying to do i don't do? know if like how many of our listeners are canadian and how many have actually seen these commercials but they're really creepy so it's like one i'm remembering is i think she's melting butter for yep, her popcorn that's the one i'm thinking of too um this is the one i've seen most recently and like so a phone call happens hello you're not alone like there's this giant glass of milk just standing at like her back door staring at her saying i'm in that hi i'm in the butter <laughs> it's creepy so it, they're like trying to remind people that things that they like have, have milk, milk in, in it so yeah. don't go thinking that you don't like milk anymore because trust us you do yeah it's not just the like they're i guess they're trying to be like you just giving up milk in your coffee you're real like you yeah. still like milk because it's in your butter and it's in i don't remember the other ones cheeses and like things yeah. like that so milk is (laughs) milk is still an important part of your life is basically what they're saying which i mean there's vegan alternatives for all those things anyways but that's besides the point but yeah the commercials are creepy as heck yeah and to me it's just it's like it's on the verge like if it wasn't a glass of milk it's like borderline like really creepy like stalkerish type (laughs) commercials yeah to me it just screams them trying to like remind people that they they still matter i feel like they're trying to be hip yeah by like coming out with what they think is a funny commercial when it's not it's just creepy yeah like i don't know if there's people out there that like these commercials maybe there is 
I think they're creepy as heck. They're just so creepy. I don't understand why. Like, what boardroom of marketers came together and was like, this is a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Let's scare them into liking milk. Um, but yeah, that's, again, besides the point, too. Um, it's the dairy industry right now. It's th- I think weird they're place. Just like, it's like, I think the meat industry is getting a fir- their first taste of it a little bit. Like, I think the dairy industry has been on its, like, back legs for a little while now, trying to find what's the right answer to oh there's this new thing that people are liking and maybe it actually is a little healthier mm-hmm. um so i think the dairy industry has been struggling for a while to figure out where they belong in the industry and getting used to that even there i'm sure dairy is still going to exist there's still going to people people who want dairy i think the dairy industry is trying to like i think they're just not used to being not being at the top so they're scrambling and they think they need to be at the top when there's still going to be dairy around. Not everyone's mm-hmm. going to all of a sudden drink almond milk or soy milk or whatever it is or oat milk. Mm-hmm. Still don't know. Still don't understand it. I just really don't get oat milk. Have you tried it? Uh, yeah, the because the milk that my mom found that she likes she now so. is the oat. Do you like it? it was pretty good. Yeah. I frothed it and put it in coffee the other I night. I haven't tried the barista blend because that's the one your mom gets, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, have you seen the other version of this commercial that's about eggs? Which one? So it's like a brother and sister sitting at a table. Oh my god! Wait, I find that commercial hilarious. <laughs> but so weird. <laughs> it's weird, but I laugh every time it's on. So she's having eggs for lunch or something, yeah, and or he's or something and like he's that. like, "That's really weird." And she's like, "Your girlfriend looks like our mom." No, she's like, "What? You're weird. Your girlfriend looks like mom." And yeah, <laughs> it cuts to them. I sorry, like I don't eat eggs. I've never liked eggs. But I love those commercials. I laugh. I don't know what it is. It's just such stupid comedy to me. I laugh at that one. And have you seen the other one by eggs? The where I think it's a husband and wife and the wife is having like made eggs for dinner. He's like, what? Eggs for dinner. That's weird. She's like, what? You're weird. Or what? Your pants are weird. And his pants are like up to his chest. What? <laughs> I just, it's so, I, they're just so stupid. Why? I feel like it has to be the same marketing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the exact same it's style. Very similar yeah. style. I think dairy just has to figure out their place. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. And I do hope pe- all people give up dairy milk. It would be great if they did. Um, but like, I feel like they won't now mm-hmm. at all. Like, it'll still be a long way before any of that happens. And I think dairy industry is still trying to, like, they're just not used to not being at the top of everyone's mind about like calcium so all of a sudden yeah. they're like what the hell do we do we've it's been like a hundred years of us being the top source of calcium and now all of a sudden people think we're unhealthy and people yeah don't know what to do or whatever so like i think they're like it's st- like starting from scratch for them they have to remarket themselves completely they're having an identity crisis yeah. which i'm glad yeah have fun with that guys <laughs> yes maybe try some oats or something <laughs> <laughs> okay we're gonna move on to our next story which the headline sounds like a joke (laughs) it is a joke and Catherine is convinced that it might be a joke regardless of whether it's a joke or not we're going to talk about it so american startup to create meat alternative made out of air (laughs) yeah i just can't that's air it's not true (laughs) air protein is what it's called yes and they state its process uses 1000 times less land and water than other protein sources such as soybeans which means, to me, reading that, that means they've made it already. They've made meat. They've proven that it can make, be made a thousand times less whatever pollution, right. whatever it is. So they're a company based out of Berkeley, and they claim it's first-of-its-kind technique, which was discovered by NASA in the 60s, and they use... NASA have been sleeping on air protein? 
Apparently. God, NASA. So it's where a class of microbes called hydrogenotrophic. No, it's hydrogenotrophs. <laughs> okay. And it converts CO2 into protein in the form of a flavorless powder. The powder slash flour can then be reconstituted to make foods such as pasta, cereals, and now an alternative to conventional meat products. According to the startup's website, the flour is a complete protein containing all nine of the essential amino acids necessary for the human diet. It's rich in vitamins and minerals, including B12, and is free from pesticides and hormones. I understand now. Oh. It's just, it's ba- they made a protein powder out of air. I was literally like trying to wrap my head around. I was like, how do they make meat out of air? It makes no sense. Um, so they made protein specifically. A component of meat. Yeah. And then they can incorporate this powder into whatever they want. Yes. Okay. Still weird. I still don't believe it, but it makes a little bit more sense. So do you think you still think it's fake or no? I don't think it's fake. I don't know if it's going to (laughs) work. I'm pretty sure this person is genuine about it. It seems right. I don't know if it's going to work. And if it does work, I don't know if it's going to be good. Oh. I haven't met a protein powder I like. But you're not going to ta- you're not going to eat powder, right? I know, but like things that like there's gluten-free for example, like you don't like I'm trying to think like d- just because it's a powder and it's in, like they were talking about pastas. Mm. Doesn't mean that pasta's going to taste good because there's no taste of powder in it. Mm. Like they still need to in- figure out ways to incorporate good flavors into it without clearly doing the environmental impact they want to do, which a lot of things other than vegetables have pretty bad environmental impact even some vegetables do so um them figuring out where that balance is of still keeping under their environmental footprint which i hope they do but also making good tasting food still Mm. that people want to eat because and also just i think it's a new approach like i don't know how many people want protein packed pasta because like this is for people this isn't for meat eaters this is fully for vegans yeah who just want another source of protein. Right. Because, like, there's no meat eater is going to be like, yeah, I'll give up a steak and have pasta instead. But they're making meat, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But I don't know, like, what's this meat made out of? Because soy is not necessarily great for the environment either, is it? No, but it, when you get into that debate, it's still much, much better than animal. Yeah, I just don't animal. know if it's a thousand times better or whatever it is. Cause that number they're throwing yeah, around? Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like, that's be, to be able to keep under that threshold is what I'm saying. Because the i guess it doesn't have to be soy because they get their protein from the air they can be made out of anything Mm. else but like the soy is the main source of protein for most other plant-based proteins Mm -hmm. but i don't think they can claim they're a thousand times better for the environment or whatever their claim was right so you just have a problem with that one claim well i'm just hoping that like i'm great they it's awesome if they can make protein from something but if they can't make that protein and incorporate into something underneath this claim Mm mm-hmm if all of a sudden they're incorporating into things that are still just as like not just as bad but still not great for the environment then that claim is doesn't really matter right i mean i don't need it to be a thousand times more no, environmentally I know, I know. friendly but they threw out the numbers what i'm saying right i think we're arguing like the wrong part of the why i don't know because to me like that's not the big deal the big deal is that it's kind of a revolutionary way to make protein no yeah but like the fact that they're putting out that claim like they want to they're talking about they want to make a a way more sustainable protein source right so they're right their thing is sustainability whether or not the science is revolutionary or not it is obviously 
But their whole thing is that it's sustainable. Which it is. It is. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But it depends also on what they incorporate it into. Once they've made also, the powder. Yeah. Also has to be. Because I assume they're not just going to sell the powder. Well, that's what I'm wondering. What if they do just sell it no and idea. then just third party companies can decide oh, what to do with it? I have no they idea. could do that. I don't know that if they are. Yeah. I have no idea what their plan is. Yeah. Based on what I've seen on their website, their main driving force is sustainability. So the powder, yes, is a sustainable way to get protein, but they still also have to make whatever they incorporate protein into has to also be sustainable. They do really push the sustainability. Yeah. They have a whole section that's called uh, air protein flour, the most sustainable ingredient. The United Nations Food and Agriculture Foundation predicts farmers will need to increase food production by 70% with only 5% land increase to meet the expected growing population of 108 people by 20, 2050. Air-based meat offers an elegant solution to that equation. The technology to produce the pr- produce the protein found in air-based meat allows for protein to be made in a matter of days instead of months and independently of weather conditions or seasons. It also requires significantly less water and land, allowing farms to expand vertically with geographic flexibility. So they don't throw out that number like a thousand Mm -hmm. times more sustainable or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I also feel like I can't see them... um, selling just the powder to consumers no. right they're gonna because it's such a new product no one would know what to do with yeah it. they're gonna turn it into the i think meats and the pastas yeah. and the cereals that I they think mentioned it would have to be something they would have to at least at first have to turn it into something and then maybe they could sell the powder once people understand how you use it but you couldn't sell it right away no like that and unless I, you're just selling it as like a powder you dissolve in water which is not appealing yeah and i don't so I don't think we need to argue that, but it would be interesting to see how they turn it into a meat. I'm very curious. I just hope they can keep it as sustainable as they want to keep it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they do talk a lot about like, f- I feel like it seems like a company that almost wants to do everything mm. that, um, it, and I feel like obviously when you have like a product that's really revolutionary, you can probably, you get probably carried away. You're like, we can do this within this, within this, mm-hmm. with it. Cause like, you read things about like pastas and stuff, but then on here they're talking about things like chicken and carne asada and bacon and burgers. And I'm like, but you still need to figure out how to make good versions of that. That powder is not going to magically turn into bacon. Mm-hmm. So you still have to be able to make a convincing version of these things. Right. So I'm just curious what they end up doing with it and which way they end up going with it, whether they're adding protein to unconventionally protein low things like pastas or something like that. Or are they just going to make plant-based burgers or whatever it is and add this powder to it? It, To me, it sounds like they want to do both. Yeah, which is a lot. Yeah. But they might not start with all of that. Yeah, that's why I'm curious which way they They go first. Announce it as. Yeah. Yeah. If this is, here are protein-based products that aren't typically protein-heavy products, Mm -hmm. which companies have tried to do and it's normally not good. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious if they can do this. Um... Or they're going to go the route of here's a plant-based burger with this protein and instead of soy protein or instead of whatever proteins normally used, pea protein. If they do it well and it's, I'm curious how expensive it would be though. Yeah. I'm also curious what it's going to be made out of. Yeah. Maybe they're just going to make the rest of it all from air too. (laughs) Yum. I eat a 100% air diet. This is powerful stuff when you can just take CO2 and turn it into something else. (laughs) Look, got my protein you just did it <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i am curious to see how this goes i 
I'm probably leaning more on the side of skeptic than actual mm-hmm. this is cool. I think the technology is cool if it works, but right now I just don't see the point of it. I wonder if oh, astronauts have already tried this pasta. Right, yeah, because this was a NASA thing. Yeah, and it's been around since the 60s. Mm-hmm. I guess that like makes sense for NASA. Cause, it like, kind of They just need something really quick to rehydrate, right? Yeah, and, it kind of like, sounds like this already exists, just not necessarily as a meat alternative. Yeah, it's just protein, a way to get protein. Yeah, so yeah. I think they've already put it into other things. We'll see. But we should, I wonder what they've put it into. If there's me. any astronauts listening or anybody <laughs> from NASA, can you just send us a voice <laughs> message using Anchor? Yes, please. Thank you. Okay, we're going to move on to our next ridiculous headline. That's the theme <laughs> of today's news. <laughs> yeah. Simon Cowell says, plant-based diet makes him a better father. You, hear, you that, hear that, dads? <laughs> did we just say the same thing? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> According to the music mogul, ditching animal products has given him more energy to keep up with his five-year-old, Eric. Eric. Eric Cowell. So in addition to also switching to all plant-based, he has also switched to low-calorie beer and he lost 20 pounds. And all of this together has made him a better father because now he can keep up with his little five-year-old he said my memory's better my energy's better and when you've got a five-year-old you've got to be able to keep up with them because the minute they're awake they're all over the place i think this is like prime example of i went vegan but like started eating more vegetables because of it and all of a sudden i'm healthier it's it's such to me this isn't a revolutionary thing you eat more vegetables you tend to be healthier how i feel like this is something that people should know this is a big thing for simon don't take that away from him sorry simon sorry eric (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know i think he probably had the mindset of getting healthy and switched to a plant-based diet and ended up eating more vegetables than he normally does and it's because of the vegetables this is all very possible and also low calorie beer or whatever it was low calorie yeah. beer is that it why would you do that to yourself also like do you drink beer that much that you're gonna lose 20 pounds switching to low calorie i don't beer? know he's got a five-year-old Damn. <laughs> <laughs> simon you need to talk about your drinking problem <laughs> so apparently back in april he said that he had ditched meat dairy wheat and sugar and then he was vowing to drop fish and go the whole way and now according to multiple reports reports his diet is 100 percent plants wow even he, the beer i mean i don't know i have no idea either. but he said it was way easier than you may think like i used to have yogurt in the morning and i changed it to almond milk yogurts i have almond milk in my tea I have more energy and focus and it wasn't difficult. I don't like to use the word diet because that's the reason I never went on a diet before. The word diet makes me miserable. <laughs> I hear ya. <laughs> I hear ya. Preach, Simon. I had pizza and Fruit Loops for, Neil <laughs> for dinner last night. And that is not a diet. That's a lifestyle. That is a lifestyle. Also, <laughs> you'll hear more about these Fruit Loops later because it's not actual Fruit Loops. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't really have much else to say other than it's good job, Simon. It's yeah, good for you, Simon. Um, I guess it was a slow news week. Yeah, very slow. Other than air protein, air protein, and Simon Cowell. <laughs> what a week! But we do have one more story. Yes. So Ellen DeGeneres and Portia De Rossi have invested in vegan brand Miyoko's. They recently announced that they invested. 
an undisclosed amount. Being kind to one another is not just about people, it extends to animals as well. Portia and I have been customers of Miyoko's Creamery for several several years now, and I can't talk, and its cheeses and vegan butter have become staples in our home. As we learned more about the mission behind the products and about the founder herself, we knew this was a special and exciting company that we wanted to support. So Miyoko's also recently announced that they are looking to partner with a California dairy farm to transition into a plant-based research and development facility because their plan for 2020 includes some new nut-free cheeses in flavor, oh, multiple flavors, nut cheeses. such as American, Cheddar, and Jack. And they're also planning to release a cultured oat-based vegan butter. Yum. Oat-based, never mind. I just realized what you were saying. You wouldn't be into oat-based butter? I'm not into oat-based milk. Maybe the butter will be better. I hope so. Butter better. Butter better. Better butter. Better butter. Butter better. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's better. I hope it's great. And I'm sure there's people that will like it. I'm probably just not one of them. And you've had Miyoko's before, right? No. I don't think I have. Every time we bought it, did we buy it in BC? Oh, we bought it in BC and then it it had gone bad. Um, so sad it was like 16 dollars. yeah that's the reason i see miyoko's in a lot of places now it's coming to canada which is lovely but it's like 17 dollars or 20 dollars and that is not i can live without cheese but can, everyone says it's so good it's not 16 dollars good i don't care how good it is i'm afraid to find because what if it is i'm afraid to find out if it is i feel like I might try it if I decide I want to do like like their mozzarella ball. Yeah. If I decide I wanted oh. to do like a nice margarita pizza or oh. something, I might try it. But I mean, I don't need but it. But also, do you have any idea why they are so wildly expensive? Are they this but they're expensive not expensive in the, in the States? States. No, because I remember posting it on our Instagram stories. It was at like Sobeys or something where it was like $20. Yeah, yeah. And someone messaged like, damn, this is like six bucks in the States. What? Yeah. So it's not expensive in the States. It might be expensive in some areas of the yeah. States, but someone who messaged me said it was like six bucks where she was. So Canada sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, we got some good local brands that I like. So. We do, for sure. Um, speaking of local brands, should we... Uh, wrap up our news segment and talk about Burgers. vegan updates yeah yeah all right that's it for this edition of in the news i'm devin and i'm Catherine, and that's the way the plant-based cookie crumbles okay what are we talking about local news updates yeah do you want to talk about globally local yeah we just came back from their grand opening so good globally local who i don't know if we've actually talked about them on our podcast before we should be ashamed of ourselves but we have talked about them in videos before we both love globally local they're from london ontario basically a fast food vegan place like any classic fast food place burgers chicken strips uh breakfast sandwiches all that kind of good stuff they just opened a Toronto location. They've been open for like three-ish weeks, mm-hmm. uh, but they did their official grand opening today. We went to try some stuff out, even though we've eaten so much of their menu already. Um, we got their wangalings. Oh so my God. Good. Get them with the hot buffalo. You will not regret. I mean, we haven't tried it in any of the other Doesn't flavors, matter. But buffalo or bust. I didn't think Devin would let buffalo me get any of the other Buffalo or bust. <laughs> because there was this like sesame one that I was going to suggest and you were like buffalo. And I was like, okay. You can try the sesame when you go without me. Okay. (laughs) 
um but yeah no it's great they're they have soft serve that's delicious mm. very coconut heavy though if you don't like coconut you won't like it i used to not like coconut but i was kind of into it i liked no, it. i was definitely into it i liked it the texture was perfect yes. i think um i didn't love the flavor i will be honest it was really sweet yeah it was something that i definitely would have to be in a very specific mood for but i wouldn't get it again yeah i'd get it again when i'm in that mood and you got the vopper the vopper which i liked yeah i didn't taste as good as i remember like no it was still delicious it mm-hmm. just didn't taste the same as i remember it tasting but it was still a delicious burger but uh i want to get one of their chicken burgers next time yeah i think their chicken is some of their best products oh yeah for sure they have several different chicken burgers they have chicken tenders and now they have the wingalings which i don't remember them having at the other locations the wingalings were coming i remember yeah. them having like a sign or something yeah but we've never it's never actually been there when we visited so and then the other thing that looked really good which we didn't try but we saw someone else having was the chicken um slovaki was that what it was Ooh, yeah the that, pita? Uh, yeah pita wrap type thing which looked bomb i would try that next time i go yeah. too no that looked really really good definitely want to try that i like that they have a lot of different options yeah um looks all delicious. day breakfast yes breakfast sandwiches on point there. hopefully they extend their hours a little bit more because right now they're pretty short for fast food place yeah they're like 11 to 8 or noon to 8 or something like that um so hopefully they extend them but i think they're doing well and i think people are liking that they're here so yeah they are Great. at college and bathurst if you are around roughly to go check it out that's yeah. the neighborhood um is there any other local news uh, I finally got Osmos without the garlic sauce. Oh, Hello. congratulations. Thank Third time's you. a charm. No, yeah. How was it without the garlic Still sauce? Still really good. And yeah. I will say like the garlic sauce makes the pita get so soaked by the bottom that it's just like a mess. Ooh, so it's better but without the I garlic could, sauce. But I could like dip in the garlic sauce. Maybe that would be better. Yeah. Like a sauce would still be good. But like on the side. But I still really enjoyed it. All right. A lot. That's good. I guess I should try Osmos you soon. You really huh? should. All right. Good to know. Mm. um oh actually some other local news uh cultured the cheese mm-hmm. um local cheese brand here in toronto delicious cheeses yes and butters they recently switched up their packaging so that their packaging has no more plastic in it love that great so like i think they used to have like cardboard packaging but it used to have that like plastic film yeah. to make it like shiny they don't have that anymore so all their stuff is completely recyclable without any plastic in it so congratulations and thank you mm-hmm. they make great cheeses and their butters are so good on popcorn yes also shout out just to nuts for cheese for sending us cheese this week because nuts for cheese might be my favorite cheese yeah yeah smoky herb the and artichoke. artichoke i haven't actually tried it it's oh my god see this is the thing you've tried so many more vegan cheeses than i have because i just don't want to spend the money on vegan cheese yeah and when I go to the grocery store, sometimes I just get in a mood. <laughs> I know. Should we talk about last night? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the text I was getting from Devin. <laughs> I was having so much fun. Devin gets in these weird grocery shopping moods where like I'll send her to get some stuff for filming mm-hmm. and then she'll just I'll get these like <laughs> random like images of food being like, should I get it? Is this vegan? And sends me the photo of it and then also the <laughs> ingredient list and be like, does this look vegan? Does this look vegan? They're like, oh my God, I think this is vegan. <laughs> so last night I went to Metro, which I don't go there very often. Yeah. Unless I need wine or something late at night. <laughs> um, Metro does late night wine? Yeah. I thought they had to stop selling at like 11. That's still oh, pretty okay. late. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Um, so anyways, I was walking through, kind of taking my time. Got stopped by some, what are they called? Cinnamon Bliss? They're like a knockoff brand of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Which we are 
fairly sure is vegan. We're going to confirm. Yeah, we have to confirm with the company, but... So that was the first thing that news. caught my eye. Sent it to Catherine because we've been talking about cereal a lot. Yes. Then I continued on my way. I had to get yogurt. <laughs> um, And they had a Chobani. new... Yeah, is that what it's called? I Ch- think so. Bonnie? Chobani. So they had little individual yogurts and they also had this drink thing. Yeah, so drink I'll send thing. in all of that to Catherine. Which the drink is not a yogurt based drink. It's just a milk based drink. And it was vanilla chai yeah. flavored. It was pretty tasty. Yeah, it's pretty yummy. It would be, I think it would be good in like teas and stuff. For sure. It's like a creamer or something. Um, We didn't try the yogurt, but mm. I hear the yogurt's good. Mm-hmm. I've heard reviews of it. Yeah, so. they were both $3. That's not horrible. I don't think so, but... I don't really know. I don't actually look at the cost of individual yogurts. Me neither. I just buy tubs. Yeah, because I also feel like that's less plastic. Yes. So. And then I wandered down to the Pillsbury section because I had to get crescent rolls. Which are vegan. Yes. Just in case people didn't know, at least here in Canada. And you know what else is vegan from Pillsbury? <laughs> because I was picking up all <laughs> at least the products. In Canada. Yeah. They have these turnover things, which <laughs> remind me basically of their toaster strudels. Just in the shapes of triangles. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, and they don't go in the toast. We're all getting played here. <laughs> they're the same thing, but they have so toaster they're strudels are so good though, right? But they, they have the same kind of like pastry. Are toaster strudels not vegan? I went and checked those after. <laughs> <laughs> they are not. Okay, <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. So with the, the turnover. turn turnovers are just like this toaster strudels. It's like a flaky dough. It's got a raspberry filling. They also had like an apple pie filling one. Yeah, and then they have an icing that you can drizzle on top, and all of it to me looked vegan sent it to Catherine. she's vegan too i mean which i'm not even the best judge of that either so so anytime we get really excited about something and we like really we know we want it in our lives and we're pretty sure it's vegan we usually message the company to double check that it's vegan which we did recently and guys we have wonderful news for you so the company for canadians president's choice yeah it is a canadian company they make a knockoff version of fruit loops called fruity o's guys and i found myself in the cereal aisle a few weeks ago reading some ingredient lists (laughs) and i was pretty sure these looked vegan so i sent it to cat i spent the week messaging (laughs) (laughs) i spent the week eating the cereal anyways (laughs) yeah but i basically spent the week like so i messaged president's choice about they're known in ketchup chips in the past mm-hmm. to confirm and they confirmed right away it was yeah. like two hours later they're like yep it's vegan cool <laughs> so i messaged president's choice about this and they're like hey can you send us a picture of the box and the ingredient list and i was like sure did that and then like a day later i didn't hear back i was like hey updates they're like we need you to send a picture of the serial code or like the lot number or the whatever number the yeah and the barcode date. and i was like wait what and i was literally i sent it i was like we don't need to see if this one specific yeah. box is vegan i need to know if all of them are vegan friendly um and then they said they were going to check with so it obviously gets made by somebody else right. and then they white label it for right. them so they're like we need to check with the manufacturer or whatever it's like oh okay cool took so long so so like i sent the weight it was literally like i really thought i was getting ghosted by president's choice because like rough it was for like three days i messaged was like update update oh sweetie <laughs> update. oh honey <laughs> once a day did not get a response <laughs> and then they got back and they're like hey we can confirm these are not or these are plant-based ingredients no animal derived ingredients are used in the fruitios and i literally sent in all caps a thank you for saying this yeah you just made my life seriously (laughs) because as i'm sure anyone who listens to this podcast would know we listened to the internet and got something we thought was gonna taste like fruit loops that did not those cheetah chomps are not not fruit Fruit Loops. loops at all 
So we found vegan Fruit Loops. I am so, so happy. So for any Canadian that lives near a place that sells President's Choice, so that would be like a superstore, a no frills, Loblaws. I don't know what they would be out west. Are they different out west? Why? Well, because they have different grocery stores sometimes. They still have President's Choice stuff. Yeah, I know. But do do, are, do other grocery stores that aren't here carry President's Choice stuff out there? Oh, like Save-On? Yeah, like I don't know if they care. I don't I'll know check who in a few Save weeks. On. I will. You know what? I will be sending you some <laughs> foods from Save-On. Thank you. In a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i don't know if they're the same like if there's other grocery stores out west i have no idea but anywhere that carries president's choice take a look for some fruit your dreams can now come true in the cereal aisle to any listeners who don't think the fruit loops are worth the love don't at me honestly i'm so happy though fruit loops oh my god it was really something that was making me question if i still wanted to be vegan (laughs) (laughs) fully 100 percent. i'm vegan except when it comes to fruit loops honestly i was gonna start living that way (laughs) um what was i gonna say um but you know what this means we can start doing recipes with fruit loops in it i'm so excited i am fruit so loop excited. cereal milk some oh. sort of like i feel like a cereal milk oh a fruit loop milk cake oh uh, yeah 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 that's happening i love that for us yeah and then oh if the cinnamon toast crunch ends up being vegan oh my god guys guys cereal content 2020 2020 the year of cereal <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so very exciting cereal news. We are going to be, I guess, messaging a lot of companies. <laughs> I should just message the President Choice to be like, hey, can you just send me the list of all your accidentally vegan products, please? They probably don't even realize. They don't know. You know what? I will just keep going through the grocery store and doing my research. Yeah. You also have to start messaging companies. Okay. <laughs> you can message this one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I will start. I'm just going to start picking off things of like the knockoffs of like mm-hmm. name brands from President's Choice that might be vegan mm-hmm. and just asking them about all of them. Okay. I'm going to make a list. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to compile a list of what's accidentally vegan from President's Choice and we're going to make a blog post about this. Love it. Yeah. So I'm just going to look up all the only the good products though. So all right, guys. Okay. So I'm not going to be checking if the, like, I don't know if cornflakes are vegan now anyways. They must be. It's cornflakes. You'd think so, but like Rice Krispies Deep aren't. Tea, right. Like, <laughs> Devin's so mad about the Rice Krispies. Honestly, I am. But like that one's already an easy vegan find. There's the Nature's Path or something. Makes but it's a rice stupid. Cereal. No, it's stupid. I agree. It's principle here. I think it's stupid that Froot Loops isn't vegan. No, that's true too. Because it's the same thing that makes them not vegan, right? Yeah. It's D3 yeah. or D, vitamin D or whatever it is. I think so. Come on, guys. We don't need vitamin D and sugary cereal. It's fine. No. No one believes that it's a good balanced breakfast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any other vegan news from this Local week? Local news? Just from our lives? Mm. How's your life? Um, it's okay. Oh my God. I just remembered there's something Uh-oh. I need to look up. Oh, what? Uh, I'm going to have to talk about Tim Hortons for a second. Okay. Yeah. Do you I know don't... that they have a gingerbread ice cap? Ooh. I need to find out if it's vegan. It's Wait, if like a normal ice cap could be made vegan, why wouldn't the gingerbread one be able right? to? Right? Right? I didn't even... Wow, they're getting fancy. Yeah, they're doing all the flavored ice caps. Really? What other flavored ice caps are well, there? They I did, thought it was just normal They ice did cap. a pumpkin spice one for... Really? Did you try yeah. it? No. Because they didn't have uh, your non-dairy mm, milk yet. I right? just didn't look it up. Got it. Um, they also did like a Kit Kat one, which obviously I couldn't have. You should try and make an ice cap at home. Okay. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> so sorry for the <laughs> accusation. But if the gingerbread ice cap is vegan, that's going to be a lot cheaper than the gingerbread latte that I'm obsessed with this? at Starbucks. I don't see gingerbread ice cap anywhere. It's not even coming up on the internet. Um, I saw it at the freaking restaurant. 
you, did you just call Tim Hortons a restaurant? <laughs> what do you, would you call it? I don't know. Coffee shop. Okay. I saw it on their menu board at the kiosk. <laughs> there we go. Better. Tim Hortons Sorry, does not deserve dictionary police. <laughs> it is a restaurant. It's hardly a restaurant. <laughs> is there no like gingerbread latte at Timmy's? I don't know. Oh, but you're going to go look I have now. S- I have a lot of research to do, it would appear. Yeah, so I'm going to do President's Choice things. You're going to do Tim Hortons God things. damn it. You got the easy one. I got the easy one? Why is that easy? Because you know how difficult Tim Hortons is these days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. We have a lot of exciting things going on in our lives. What a time to be a vegan. <laughs> a cereal-loving vegan. <laughs> is it sad? Is this sad? That's going to be it for this episode of TMG Unfiltered. If you have any exciting things going on in your life, uh, particularly vegan related, leave us a voice message on Anchor. Anchor is an app available on Android and iPhone. You download it and you can call into our show and then we can add that message to future episodes. So we want to hear about your vegan news. Maybe you've got cereal that you're excited about. Maybe you've got more interesting things that you're excited about. <laughs> I We're just so far into our vegan journey that like the littlest things make us excited now. What a wild ride. <laughs> we're like over all this like, ooh, I found a meat I liked. I found a milk I liked. We're on to cereal. <laughs> Whatever. I found turnovers the other day. Hello. <laughs> Look at all this junk food I can eat. <laughs> and then I proceeded to buy a brick of frozen spinach. <laughs> balance hashtag balance be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes leave us a rating and review it helps our podcast reach more people if you want to check out our vegan recipes we are at twomarketgirls.com we are twomarketgirls on youtube we are twomarketgirls on twitter instagram pinterest facebook did i get them all pinterest facebook twitter instagram patreon we there we there (laughs) that's gonna be it thanks for listening (coughs) i'm dead okay this will be our last episode with Catherine. goodbye i'm now in search of a new co-host must like for loops okay bye